Hello Christchurch. Our reading today is from Isaiah chapter 33. Um, it's a chapter about distress but help, which seems to me very apt for our world and the fact that we do need help. The chapter actually starts out with woe against the destroyer, and the destroyer here, um, Isaiah says, is Assyria. They will end up receiving the same treatment they gave others. Chapter 33 of Isaiah. Woe to you, destroyer, you who have not been destroyed. Woe to you, betrayer, you who have not been betrayed. When you stop destroying, you will be destroyed. When you stop betraying, you will be betrayed. Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in time of distress. At the uproar of your army, the peoples flee. When you rise up, the nations scatter. Your plunder, O nations, is harvested as by young locusts. Like a swarm of locusts, people pounce on it. The Lord is exalted, for he dwells on high. He will fill Zion with his justice and righteousness. He will be the sure foundation for your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Look, their brave men cry aloud in the streets. The envoys of peace weep bitterly. The highways are deserted. No travellers are on the roads. The treaty is broken. Its witnesses are despised. No one is respected. The land dries up and wastes away. Lebanon is ashamed and withers. Sharon is like the Araba, and Bashan and Carmel drop their leaves. Now will I arise, says the Lord. Now will I be exalted. Now will I be lifted up. You conceive chaff. You give birth to straw. Your breath is a fire that consumes you. The peoples will be burned to ashes. Like cut thorn bushes, they will be set ablaze. You who are far off, hear what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my power. The sinners in Zion are terrified. Trembling grips the godless. Who of us can dwell with the consuming fire? Who of us can dwell with everlasting burning? Those who walk righteously and speak what is right, who reject gain from extortion and keep their hands from accepting bribes, who stop their ears against plots of murder and shut their eyes against contemplating evil. They are the ones who will dwell on the heights, whose refuge will be the mountain fortress. Their bread will be supplied and water will not fail them. Your eyes will see the king in his beauty and view a land that stretches afar. In your thoughts you will ponder the former terror. Where is that chief officer? Where is the one who took the revenue? Where is the officer in charge of the towers? You will see those arrogant people no more. 
people whose speech is obscure, whose language is strange and incomprehensible. Look on Zion, the city of our festivals. Your eyes will see Jerusalem, a peaceful abode, a tent that, no, that will not be moved. Its stakes will never be pulled up, nor any of its ropes broken. There the Lord will be our mighty one. It will be like a place of broad rivers and streams. No galley with oars will ride them. No mighty ship will sail them. For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. It is he who will save us. Amen. Don't you just want to cry Alleluia at the end of that reading? You see, in that passage, the scene abruptly shifts from looking upon the destroyer, the one, the mighty one. For the people of Isaiah's time, it was Assyria. I wonder who is oppressing us, oppressing you at the moment. And then we see that turn where we look to the Lord. He will be exalted. He will be the one who will arise. We have a Lord who has risen from the dead. He has been raised. He has been exalted to the highest place. Yes, he was lifted up on a pole. But now he is lifted up and is seated at the right hand of the Father. In the day of trouble, where do we look? Do we look to those who oppress us? It is so easy to do, isn't it? But I think this passage is reminding us, as it was reminding the people of Isaiah's day, to look to the Lord. He is the one who provides our bread, from whom the water will not fail day after day. And who are we? Who are we can, who can receive that bread and that water? It says in verse 15, those who walk righteously and speak what is right, the ones who reject gain from extortion and keep their hands from accepting bribes. God commands us to look first to him. That key verse about the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Proverbs 1 talks about the fear of the Lord as the beginning of knowledge. It's the foundation on which our faith is based. To fear the Lord means above all to submit to him and to his commands. It means to revere him, to stand in awe of him and to fear his punishment if we disobey him.
he who walks righteously will not be consumed. Instead, he will dwell on the heights and in the mountain fortress. So it says in our passage in Isaiah, your eyes will see the king in his beauty and view a land that stretches afar. What a beautiful picture of the Lord ruling, the Lord dwelling with us. And it says there, the Lord will be our mighty one. It will be like a place of broad rivers and streams. For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. And it is he who will save us. Today, will you fix your eyes once more on the Lord who is a consuming fire? And yet, for those of us who follow him, he is the Lord, our King, the one who saves us.